Would you take a homeopathic remedy called removal of entities or soul cleansing? Well, today's very special guest, Namisha Parekh, is really going to be challenging our thinking about combination remedies and what they are able to treat. Believe me, I was the biggest skeptic of the Narayani remedies, but the results I have seen in clinic and with myself and especially with my husband has completely, completely converted me. And I had to get Namisha on the podcast to come and talk to us about this amazing range of remedies. Namisha has studied internationally and has a degree in pharmacology from Wits University in South Africa. She also has a foundation in both classical and practical homeopathy from the College of Homeopathy in London, and she completed her homeopathic studies from the College of Practical Homeopathy in London in 2003. She was introduced to the Narayani remedies in her final year at CPH and then went on to start sharing what she had learned from her own research from using these remedies. The Narayani remedies have been around for over 55 years and they're being used in over 70 countries. Namisha also has a grandson, Logan, and a doggy, Ruben, and she says that both of them do amazingly well on Narayani remedies. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now my mum and your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello, homies, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangout. Today, we get to hang with the lovely Namisha Parekh, all the way from the UK. Welcome, Namisha. Thank you, Eugenie, and thanks for hosting me. It's such a pleasure. I've been wanting to get you on for quite a while because you are the expert in the Narayani remedies. Now, I have to say right from the bat that I was the biggest skeptic of the Narayani remedies. It's my big confession. I'm sorry, uh, Namisha, but you've probably had this before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they say that the skeptics make the best converts. Now, I have to tell you, when I first saw these remedies, I was like, there is no way this stuff can work. And then I thought, oh, I might just play around. I got myself a couple of remedies from you. I think I bought about 10 remedies a couple of years ago. And I played around with them. And lo and behold, they worked. I don't know how, but they worked. And one of them was with my husband who was going through a really tough time. And I swear within 10 minutes, his spirits lifted. It was insane. And I kept on saying, are you sure you feel better? You? But I could see he was better. His whole energy had changed. And then I had all these yeah. clients who have had iron infusion after iron infusion, nothing helps. And I give them the anemia balance. And within a month, their ferritin is up. And I'm like, how is this working? <laughs> Tell us, Namisha, how did you first get into homeopathy? Well, I'm actually going to pick up from your anemia balance. I had yeah, a lovely experience. Um, I wasn't really an animal person, you know, but then we have a dog now. So I just love prescribing Narayanis to him. Mm -hmm. But this was um, actually someone I met on my travels for Narayani remedies in a lovely place in Texas called Marfa, mm -hmm. Texas. I don't think most Americans have been there. It's three hours from El Paso. We have to drive. And it's actually next to a little um, town called Valentine. Oh. And uh, people go to mail their cards from that town so they can get the stuff. Oh, <laughs> very cute. Very cute. So somebody had organized a talk for about 20 lay people mainly, but uh, the person organizing was the dean of the nursing college. And we stayed at her lovely ranch with all sorts of animals, 10 horses, etc. Anyway, a couple of years later, one of the attendees sent me a picture of her cat, lots of uh, tests done. 
and found uh, she was anemic and she was put on steroids. And then I prescribed anemia balance. The next day, I got a picture of the cat climbing the door of wow. the room and the window. And so that was like amazing. So I, I know we always say whenever a remedy works or amazing, we shouldn't because they work. <laughs> you know, generally homeopathy works, but we Absolutely. all get so excited because... yeah. It's still amazing. It still blows. I think homeopaths are all still skeptics. Like we're all still like, this stuff isn't yeah. supposed to work, but it does. It's just incredible. So yeah. how were you originally introduced to homeopathy? Well, you know, my background is pharmacology uh, from South Africa. So it's how drugs work. But we were actually emigrating and we moved to Dubai for a couple of years. And we wanted to come to the UK and start afresh for myself. And uh, I happened to see somebody with a homeopathy book in the bookstore in Dubai. So I asked her, how do you go about it, et cetera. And she put me on to the College of Homeopathy. So I did an interview with them and I came down and started with them. I, I did fly down before to the University of Westminster and I was very interested in acupuncture as well. But I had a small child and it was a five-year program and you went to China I mean, I wish I'd done it. It <laughs> sounded amazing, but <laughs> yeah. but I'm very happy that I chose homeopathy mm. because even to this day, I'm still learning, so and enjoying it, and I think that's that's the key for all of us. And how were you then introduced to the Narayani remedies? So, in my final year in 2003 at the College of Practical Homeopathy, my background is both classical and practical. Mm -hmm. So I. I did a couple of years at the College of Homeopathy and then transferred to the Practical College in London. And that's the best thing I could have done. So Robert Davidson, who's an icon actually in the UK, and he was a maverick. His teacher was Thomas Mohn. And maybe you can look that up. And there's a really good book by someone I'll recommend on the homeopathic history of the UK. And Thomas Mohn had started with combination remedies. And then Robert came across the Narayani remedies. And in kind of the final weeks when everything was just, we were graduating, he introduced us to these. And we were like, wow, 50M, 1M, you know, we're so excited. And I came home and tried looking for the information. There wasn't much. So I kind of then forgot about it. And then Robert was as I said, a maverick and he could get away with stuff. So he had a so-called <laughs> webinar, but he didn't really do much teaching. He just basically distributed the remedies to the groups. So in 2004, after I had a break, I went back to the college and I kept in touch with Ellen Kramer, the new director, who actually has helped me take the Narayanis to the next level. And I'm always thankful to her because she's a very sharing person and she's very dynamic. So I said, I'd like to stay in touch with the college. And she suggested I put together this graduate forum. So I did. And I started inviting speakers. So one day she said, why don't you speak on the Narayani remedies? So I went back and started researching and it blew my mind because, as you know, I'm from South Africa. I think you are too. I, yeah? yeah, but I didn't know that yeah. you were from there. Yeah. yeah, so because I've never studied there, so I don't have the accent maybe, mm -hmm. but I was born there. Yeah. And I actually went back for my university education. So I did pharmacology at Wits University. Okay. Yeah, I left when I was 17. So I, yeah, did right. my last year. Of so I left when I was 
a baby and for my, mm. you know, just kindergarten, etc. Mm. But anyway, so when I started doing the research, I found that the base, it went back to the Divine Life Society, which is a very spiritual society. And um, it blew my mind because when I saw the picture of Swami Shivananda, it brought back the memories of this book in my dad's living room. He, he was a patron of the Divine Life Society. Wow. And uh, I lost my dad when he was 56. So this just had a special meaning for me that he's looking, you know, over my shoulder and pushing me to do this. Mm. So even till today, I'm so passionate. And I, and I think he would have been very proud of mm. what we've achieved. Then I kind of traced it back and uh, sat with Ellen and she can speak on anything. And we put together this seminar because mm -hmm. that of course, we're doing it live. And I even have her email saying, okay, now just do the PowerPoint and go for it. So I did. So that's how I started speaking on the Narayanis and using them, getting the remedies. And I would go to the college on weekends. And to date, I've been invited to speak at 30 mm -hmm. different venues. I myself have hosted about 30 seminars at the college because Ellen and her husband were very generous, would let me use the premises. So I've been doing this since 2006. And then I went internationally as well. I'm one of your speakers, Metti, invited me to Denmark. She organized and Metti and I, actually, I did a one-to-one. -one. I did that with certain people where they were homeopaths. So I did a one-to-one -one call and shared my PowerPoints with them. And they went on to teach people around them. Wow. So she did it in Denmark. And in fact, she said that the feedback was so good that some people signed up for homeopathy just based mm -hmm. on that. Brilliant. So that was great. Uh, there's another German friend of mine who, who was here. She did the course and she's now teaching in Germany. She translated the book for me. People are just doing that sort of stuff. So it's, it's kind of really spreading the word. Incredible. So I have a lot of people to thank for, a lot of mm -hmm. people, a lot, lot to be thankful for and a lot of people to thank mm -hmm. for taking this to the next level, helping me take it. So Swami Narayani actually was part of this religious order. Swami means the enlightened one, you know, the leader. But she was actually Norma Harmon going to the spiritual center in Benoni in South Africa. So the, the next in line was, these are difficult names, but they are in the books. So I like mm -hmm. to talk about them so people can make connections. Yeah is Swami Venkateshananda. And Swami Venkateshananda was, I think he trained himself in homeopathy and then he encouraged Narayani to do that as well, Norma Harmon. And so she actually learned classical homeopathy. Now, I don't know if you remember, but in South Africa, there's miles and miles of fields and farms and no kind of medical health. Hmm. So at that time, actually, I mean, in the 70s, kind of parallel to Narayani, but not, of course, having any contact with her. Uh, I was at the medical school learning pharmacology, and we had a little medical clinic going on the weekends. Mm. So we would call it our Jackson Drift Clinic car. And I had, they called it the baby, baby poo color Mazda <laughs> to drive off with. <laughs> so sadly to say, I was giving medications and vaccinations to the people, but yeah. the, the, ethos was to help the people who couldn't mm. get medical help. Mm. So I was kind of familiar. And that again, just stopped me in my tracks because mm. I could totally relate to that, that she was going out to these farms. Mm. So what happened is because she had throngs of people coming, she had to start putting together combinations on the spot. And that's how these combinations came into being. She got into homeopathy, but later on in life. Hey. Yes, she did. Yeah. Now, there's not too much about her family or anything, you know, mm. what happened to them. There's mm. just one mention of her son who I think had a reaction after Bella Donna 30C. 
And um, this is why a lot of stuff came out. So she doesn't believe that the remedies aggravate. Mm. She said what needs to come out comes out. Mm. You just have to be aware of it. So even a 30C. So I think we we were taught, oh, don't do this, don't do that. There was a lot of fear around what we were taught initially. And there still is. And what's interesting regarding the high potencies is now in the current COVID climate, there are classical homeopaths from India, especially. I listen to all of them. I'm training with the Joshis because I like mm. to kind of keep my finger on the pulse. And it's amazing stuff. And they're all prescribing 1M for mm-hmm. the COVID. Mm. They're matching the kind of symptoms and the intensity. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll quickly interject there because it's often the general public that listen to this podcast. So uh, a one M. So I think most of our listeners will know what a thirty C is, and that's when the remedies have been diluted and succussed thirty times, and a two hundred C, and then the next one up is a one M, which is a thousand times diluted and succussed, and then we get a ten M, and uh, we get a fifty M, and then C M. <laughs> so fifty M, which we're going to be talking about a bit with the Narayani remedies, which just blows your mind, is actually fifty thousand times diluted and succussed. So if you hear Namisha talk about a 1M and a 50M, that is the potency she's talking about. Yeah, and talking about CMs is... CMs is 100,000 and an MM is a million. <laughs> so uh, so talking about CMs, so one of the Indian homeopaths recommends Bryonia 1M to mm. kind of finish um, the long COVID or to prevent long COVID. Narayani used to suggest Bryonia CM. Wow. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, it just stopped me in my tracks about a month ago because it's the exact remedy, bryonia. Mm, it goes against uh, everything we are taught in classical homeopathy, hey? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. But And that's my biggest joy is converting a classical homeopath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's okay. I'm already converted. So. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. But it yeah. is, I mean, there's a place for everything. And I think with Narayani's, I think it's very important to emphasize that we're basically clearing the the mud of mm. the wall and then we seeing the true picture mm. so that's when we get to the classical prescription yes and i think your listeners may have heard a previous speaker talk about the layers method mm. the isiaga method mm. and that's the same same concept when you look at the narayani book and they've got the causes of action cause list it's mm. basically a timeline and she just did it on her own accord not you know i mean in those days they weren't that many there was no social media, there was no internet, etc. But uh, Narani was a brilliant woman. So she kind of used her knowledge of anatomy, physiology, med- Chinese medicine. They, they all, all these are in the Narani remedies. And this makes them really different from any combinations because you won't find all this in one combination. And it works beautifully. And one of the concerns I think that comes up is do this work as a complex? I mean, there's so many remedies. You could, you could have 30 remedies in a combination. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just used, for me, the ethos is it works and the patient is important. I don't care, mm. you know, because if you think about it, when I'm reading another Materia Medica where duration of action is 20 days, another one is 30 days. Mm. So if you give one after the other, does that mean they form a combination? Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I think we have to sometimes just go with the clinical mm-hmm. evidence mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's what makes them so special. Mm-hmm. Now, did uh, Swami Narayani make the remedies on the machine from the start or because these days they're made on the machine, right? No. 
Oh. Um, not there are some. I get them from the source, from the mm-hmm. Soam Foundation. I don't think it would be ethical for me to supply remedies which are made on the machine. Mm-hmm. I I cannot comment on other sources. Mm-hmm. But I had the liberty of going to India and meeting the trustees, and they directed me to the pharmacy that supplied the Narayanis, who was a Narayani follower. Mm-hmm. I think he's no longer there. But so I I went over the years and got my supplies. Amazing. Yeah. But and saying I, that I'm not trashing the machines or anything like that. But the the problem is. Again, this may get a bit technical, but since you brought it up, mm-hmm. is that the rates that are floating around are three-part rates. And some say the Sulis works on it. But if you see the pinpoint, another colleague has really researched into that, mm-hmm. is that sometimes you'll get a remedy code, which is the same as, say, cal- uh, chamomilla. Mm-hmm. You know, a remedy code for Narayani is the same as chamomilla. How does that work? Exactly. So this is why... Uh, I don't use the machine and I'm skeptical mm-hmm. in that sense. There are mm-hmm. people who maybe use them, mm-hmm. but the best thing is actually to get the original remedy and then you can copy it if you don't mm-hmm. want to be running out of it. That's really interesting because I was wondering if Swami Narayani would have hand succussed the remedy. I'm guessing she would not have hand succussed the remedies up to 50,000. She probably, you know, got the potencies and um, you know, combined them from no, there. No, you, you, you do see mention of a potentizer. Mm, okay. And she also has some radionic remedies within the compositions. Mm. And you'll see them marked as MGA or Westlake. Okay. So those were from the radionics mm-hmm. and they've been incorporated. Mm-hmm. I think if the whole thing was made radionically, she wouldn't have, you know, differentiated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. And um, then there's other remedies that will just blow your mind, like, you know, there's meridian remedies and chakra remedies and crystal remedies and organ balance remedies. I do not think that there is a condition on the planet that you do not have a remedy for. And so often myself and my team, if we are stuck, we will just use a remedy from the Narayani combinations. And um, we've we've got this set of 250 and uh, we just love playing with them because they are just so beautiful. It, It really does blow my mind that, there will be so many 50M remedies in a combination and then it's prescribed three times daily. And we're, we're thinking, oh my gosh, this person's going to have an aggravation, but somehow the remedies are so gentle. So it just really blows my mind because it goes against everything that we're taught and yet it works. <laughs> and I've seen the results with myself personally as well. So right. I don't understand it. <laughs> well, uh, it works. Know, um, yeah, exactly. But from the science level and the molecular level, uh, I came across the Banerjee protocols through mm. Narayani remedies because of Japanese friend of mine said, you got to come, you got to come, you got to come and see them. But they were generally going to, you know, Germany or Holland. And it would mean I went as an ex, it was just too expensive for me. And in those days, I didn't have the money. Mm. So I didn't uh, much to, you know, my regret. But I did eventually, we then invited them to speak here in the UK, uh, my friend and I. And um, in that time, they have a couple of combinations. I mean, just mm. two remedies that they prescribed together. Mm. And they mentioned that they had actually had this analyzed and the integrity of the remedy is kept. Each one <gasps> retains their own molecular structure. So again, through Narani, I went to Germany for a conference and I met Professor Rajendran. You mm. got to look him up. Oh, He's a yes. great guy. He's a great guy. He's worked with 
Ty Bollinger. Yeah, I, I, I and, know about and him, the, actually. Yeah. And the Children's Defense. Um, yeah. and, and I don't know if he's involved with them, but he's met Robert Kennedy. And he's got those serious badass microscopes that he's exactly, found. Yeah. Exactly. So I, he was speaking at the same conference that I was, and it was a small conference. So mm. we got to know each other quite well, and we've been in touch. And he's shown that, you know, uh, in even in 1M, there are particles. Mm. So I think I like to correct this notion about Avogadro's number, mm. uh, which we talk about and which we've been taught. And I can still hear the pharmacies talking about it. It drives me mad. It drives me mad <laughs> because it's, it's, it's a law from, I don't know, 1800 and something. And we've moved since then. And Professor Rajendran has shown that even, I think he's gone up to at least 1M mm. and you can see the particles. Mm. of the remedies in there. So it, it kind of makes sense why they work. In my first online course I did, I actually have some slides from his talk with Ty Bollinger. And it's really fascinating how you can see the particles in there. So yeah, that's yeah, really amazing. So, I mean, have, have you got any, maybe some case studies that you want to tell us about of how you've used these remedies and what sort of results you've seen in clinic? Because you have got anything from anemia and allergies to sinus stuff and stress and absolutely everything in between. Have you got some studies from your clinic that you want to share with us? Oh, I've got one at the moment. You know, sometimes people send you their life history. This is like a really long life history. And then you've just got to do a timeline and start with what's most important. But what I find actually, and I do this in my talks as well, is I step back and take a bird's eye view of what's going on. And I've come up with a group of background remedies. For example, acidity mix is a background remedy. So mm. this was in my early days. I had a chiropractor. You think he would know better being a little bit in the medical field. He was having about 10 coffees a day. He had psoriasis and, you know, just really bad skin. So he came to me for the bad skin. So I took the case and then I gave him some advice that you need to start replacing the coffee one coffee with one water and slowly mm. cut it down because it's acidic. So that was a practical lifestyle change. I gave him acidity mix as a background remedy to you know balance his situation. And then I gave him a skin mix for his symptoms. So that's how I work. Uh, they generally to be taken at different times, but you can put four remedies in a bottle mm. if it gets too faffy, but they should be addressing the cause, you know, the same thing. If you have a knee pain, and you have the skin thing, they're not related. If they're not related, you keep them separate. That's And his skin cleared up. Beautiful. You know? Actually, yeah. I do so, love that about your book as well, because if you're looking up a condition in the book, it will suggest other remedies to use alongside that. You can see there's a lot of thought that went into this. Well, that I'll put my hands up. I've just copied and pasted from Narayani's mm -hmm. uh, just to make it an easy read, because especially in the clinic, when you're looking something up, the two books are amazing and they have a lot of information. So I would suggest that anyone using Narayani would get those as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we sell them with the kits and that's how we're uh, kind of supporting the Soham Foundation as well. They have a lot of information, but they're a bit difficult to read because you'll have a certain group of remedies in, uh, in one section and then in another book. So we've put them all together and uh, made it easier. And at the back, actually, I have an index. I've got of the conditions and the groups of remedies you can use. Yeah. So yeah. that may be quite useful. Mm -hmm. It really is. Uh, so, Namisha, is there anything else that you want to tell the public or the homeopaths listening to this about the Narayani remedies? Well, they've been around for 55 years. They're being used in over 70 countries and they work. 
So I think uh, just be open-minded. Don't be scared. I think that, that, you know, we have a lot of fear. Oh, this will happen. That And as I mentioned, Narani had an aggravation with her son using Belladonna 30C. Hmm. And Narani feels there's nothing like an aggravation. It's a pullout. It's stuff that needs to come out. Hmm. Of course, we have to be able to manage it. And uh, Narani also used dowsing. So anyone who uses dowsing or kinesiology, hmm. the remedies test really well with kinesiology. They always come up. And dowsing, uh, dowsing is fun to do. We, we did that. And that reminds me of my friend Sheila Sullivan, who is a homeopath, but she's a dowser. And we did a seminar together with the Narayani remedies and dowsing. And she explained her experience of how the higher energies, like the 50 M's, especially the spiritual ones, lift the person so the lower energies can't remain. And that's been her experience. So I was very skeptical about what we call the psycho-spiritual remedies, which are part of the Soham combinations. They're the first 10 ones where divine protection, removal of entities, Yeah, sure. You know, and then people started reordering them and talking about them. And uh, I actually, in my talk at the um, ARH conference in UK, the topic was pregnancy and health. And I came across a post uh, on uh, the meditative provings and crystals talking about soul cleansing, etc. So yeah. when I was looking through that, and and it, it again, another mind-blowing thing, because the crystal, the information on uh, the Narayani crystals and the meditative proving, there was an overlap. And one of the remedies I actually used from Narayani for that talk, and which has been really good, is soul cleansing. What was said in the meditative provings that when you have a miscarriage or an abortion, the soul leaves an imprint. Hmm. So the next incoming soul picks up on that. Wow. So I thought soul cleansing would be perfect for this. And I've been using it for that ever since. So for anyone who just wants to, you know, that's uh, beautiful. Who believes, yeah. Uh, they're magical. They're magical. This uh, someone, so this removal of entities, one attendee said, oh, maybe you can use it for something like Lyme, you know, mm-hmm. because you're getting the imprint of the bite and an entity. I said, yeah, that's amazing. That's I would have incredible. never thought about that. I, as you were talking, I was quickly scrolling through my phone, trying to look for the message from Sarah, who's one of the homeopaths that work with me, who just on our Thursday meeting this week told us the most incredible story of a client that she had. And I can't remember the exact details now, but basically she just said that she, you know, sort of she felt, she felt possessed in, in a way and she was really deeply depressed. And Sarah used the removal of entities remedy and the client within a couple of doses texted her and said how much lighter she felt and how amazing she felt. And wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I think they're very good for these times as well mm. with the COVID influence and the, you know, it's just so much negativity yeah, so much. In, in the atmosphere. So I've actually made up a spray that I call, you know, with, with all these things and a few other um, crystals and stuff. Oh, uh, love aura it. cleanse. Yeah. So the, these are very good remedies. So don't overlook them, I would say. Are they some remedies that we could drop in the waterways and just help heal the planet? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, you know, we homeopaths also think of sending energies. Yes, so. absolutely. So Namisha, how can our listeners get hold of you if they want to find out more about your webinars or about the remedies or anything to do with uh, what we just spoke about today? 
Well, they can get the remedies from um, the website, narayaniremedies.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good site. And uh, if you have any questions, they're very good at answering. It's almost like a 24-hour service. <laughs> okay. So and I- I'm actually, I have got uh, a webinar on the Narani remedies, but I'm tweaking it a little bit. And I'm going to uh, be doing kind of a re refurbished one in two weeks okay so look out for that they can go to the transforminghomeopathy.simplero.com wonderful and we'll have that all in the show notes as well now namisha i always ask my guests at the end of the podcast their three favorite remedies and of course for you i'm gonna have to alter that a little bit and tell us your (laughs) three favorite narayani remedies so i think based on my experience with my dog and my (laughs) grandson who's seven months old is he does so well on these and um, I give him, I give Logan, my grandson, flu pack, mm-hmm. which is actually a 10 M. So wow. when he starts with the sniffles, I tell my daughter, just put a baby pill in his milk. She used to breastfeed him. So mm-hmm. she would put it in the express breast milk mm-hmm. and now in the regular milk. And he's fine. Amazing. A couple of hours and the sniffles are gone. So I love mm-hmm. that. I, I love that for my family. I have mm-hmm. three well, now a married daughter, but when they were here, three adult children on the way to work, first thing in the morning, oh, I feel groggy. We just put flu pack in their <laughs> water bottles and oh. off they go. And one of, one of the arguments against that from other homeopaths was, well, you know, you're supposed to let your body kind of express and aren't you suppressing? Mm-hmm. And I, I talked to another experienced homeopath and he said, Nine times out of 10, the remedy will work mm. if, if it's not a major thing that needs to be done. But mm. if your body needs to like just detox and rest, the remedy won't work. Mm. And that's what we found. Because on a practical level, the moment you start with something, you can't take the day off. It's impossible. Even as moms, we can't Absolutely, do that. No. So, so <laughs> no, flu, pack, no days off. flu pack, flu <laughs> pack okay. is my go-to remedy. Great. It's also really good for people yeah. who want a flu prevention sort of thing. Mm. The next one is CCA, which is for coughs oh, and colds. Hilary Dorian got me onto that one because coughs can be so hard to treat sometimes. Exactly. And um, I said to her once, Hilary, what do you do for coughs when you just do not know what to give somebody? And she said, Narayani CCA. And she got, because she used to work at a, you know, it's like a community clinic, a free clinic. Yes. And uh, like a drop-in clinic. And that was the one that they would give to people. So I got onto that a little while ago. And yeah, great remedy, that one. Yeah. Actually talking about drop-in clinics, these remedies have been used worldwide for camps that have been set up. Mm. So the bush homeopaths in Gambia had the Narani remedies. There's so many, you know, the Mon Project in Botswana, I think it is. And then when there was the refugee crisis, there were homeopaths going out with these remedies. They were doing such a great job going across to France. There's a group in Greece that's doing this. I had someone from Spain doing it for the refugees. And they they said the blood pressure, this gentleman said, I would have never believed it. Mm. But within two days, the blood pressure was done. came down Mm -hmm. so yeah talking about groups and the next well I've actually got four so gastromix is amazing Uh I had to speak to a group at the organic pharmacy and we had planned it for months and I ate a bad pizza the previous (laughs) night and there was no way I could cancel yeah to gastromix two doses sorted (laughs) beautiful yeah 
And uh, my dog, Ruben, we paid a hefty vet bill probably in the first month because we didn't know what was going on. And we took him to the vet and she said, oh, I think something stuck there. Da, da, da. Nothing. It was just gas. Three mm. days later and hundreds of pounds later, we, it was just oh. gas. So we started then giving him whenever he was a bit off, when he didn't want his morning treat, we would give him war and gastro. And just a couple of days ago, he had that and he starts shivering and it's quite scary. Within an hour, he settled. And I also to forgot in. to tell you that I think my regular listeners are going to be like, stop with the appendix story. The funny thing is <laughs> I haven't been to a doctor in 14 years. And then three weeks at the end of January, my appendix burst. And funny enough, the day before my launch party for my online course, and I still went to my launch party because I figured, well, it's my party. I'm not not going to go. So I thought I initially, I just thought I had gastro. So that's such a sore tummy. And so I had a mask on. I didn't want to spread my bugs to anyone. And I said to everyone, just stay away from me because it might be contagious. But I was determined I was going to go to my launch party. And then the next day it wasn't getting better. So I went to hospital. It turns out it was appendicitis and it had ruptured and I had my appendix out. So the surgeons came around twice a day and the five days I was in hospital, they kept on telling me it was one of the worst we've seen. It was so gangrenous and it was just, it had started going onto the uh, large intestine and we were considering taking some of that out as well because it was so bad. And my other homeopath, Sharon, that I work with, came over to the hospital and brought me the Narayani war mix. And I took right. that about five times a day. My sister's father-in-law actually passed away from a burst appendix only two years ago. So I was so acutely aware of the fact that I was not out of the woods yet because I had this pipe coming out of me with all the fluids draining out because they had to right. clean my intestines out so much because of the rupture. And so Narayani war I took, yeah, probably every two hours while I was in hospital, I just downed it because I was so acutely aware of the fact that I do not want to have to go under again. And if this, there's a, such a high chance of a secondary infection and peritonitis. And um, so Narayani wars, I, I swear, yeah. me as well. I think it's one of the most well-known ones of mm, the lot. Mm. And it is available now from the Narayani site in 200C for people who don't want to use the 1M, mm. but we've had just brilliant results with the 1M. I think Hilary yeah, Dorian, um, I, uh, um, she's given me permission to use a case of hers of cellulitis where she wasn't having much joy and 1M just did the trick. Mm, amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. so good. So for my regular listeners who are thinking, why does she bring in the appendicitis story in every podcast <laughs> since, <laughs> since end of January? It's because I haven't been to a doctor in 14 years. So this was my only experience that I can draw from, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah likewise i think yeah. our family is not one yeah. to go to the doctor absolutely namisha thank you so much for the great work that you're doing and all this information that you're sharing to empower homeopaths and help us to empower our patients and it's just wonderful that we have these remedies to go on and i hope people get in touch with you and check out your webinar and i look forward to chatting with you soon yeah thanks and once again thank you so much for doing this as well you're spreading the word you're keeping the movement going and uh, it's a great thing you're doing. You're so well so done. Much. Well, we, we'll join the Mutual Appreciation Club. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. Uh, it, it takes a lot of work to do all this. So I think we should recognize it for what oh, it is. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Chat Thanks. with you soon. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.